let them eat cake, let them eat cake, let them eat cake, 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 let them eat cake. You try to scare people off in the first five seconds, right? I think I might have scared everyone off. <laughs> Just play that if you've got um, uh, bats in the attic, mice in the basement, any sort of vermin. Skunks under the porch. Anything, skunks under the porch. You play that and they will vamoose. moose. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Let Them Eat Cake. I am Chris Farias, and I am here with my beautiful husband, Jared Lenover. Lenover. Hello. Le- Jared, Jared Lenover. <laughs> Lenover. Lenover. Uh, how are you, Jared? Uh, I am good. I always like waiting to see how you'll describe me every time we do this. I usually describe you nicely. Usually. Usually. Um, I realize that whenever I do anything, I go, Hey everybody, it's Chris Farias, and welcome to... Insert whatever I'm doing, <laughs> and then I go, and I'm here with insert anyone I'm with, and that could be an animal. If I'm with an animal, I will introduce the oh, animal. Yes. I think it's only fair and polite. Yes. How is everybody doing out there? I can't hear you, um, but it sounds like you're doing okay. <laughs> so that's good. That's good. I had quite a day today. I um, had a meeting at um, my lawyer's office. Nothing bad. Don't worry. Don't worry, everyone. I'm not being indicted or anything like that. <laughs> no plan. No collusion here. Um, I had a um, a wonderful um, marketing meeting with my lawyer, helping her out with some of her stuff. And she is just. It's so nice to have a lawyer. Yes. It's so nice, and I'm so I I I know I say it all the time. I am so privileged in so many ways, but like one of those ways is I have a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And, like, the confidence that gives you is amazing. And potentially dangerous. Because I just do whatever I want now. (laughs) Talk to my lawyer. But she told me I could do that. She she told me when I saw her in person, she's like, now you can say, talk to my lawyer and mean it. (laughs) And I was like, yes! So now I'm, you know, double parking. I'm just doing whatever I want. It's, It's not good. It's not good. Anyway, and then I drove out to Barrie, which for anyone who's not, um, who doesn't know what, Barry is, which was me about seven hours ago. Um, it is two hours from here. Yeah, two uh, hours. An hour and a half or so. Oh, no, two hours from here, yeah. Two yeah. hours from here, and uh, what a drive Do that is. Do people know where here is? Oh, here is in Brantford, Ontario, yeah. which is very close to Hamilton, which is where our business and most of our clients are from. Ontario, Canada, planet, Earth. Well, North America. Oh, sorry, North America. Yeah. Planet, planet Earth. Milky Way? Uh, solar galaxy. What's our galaxy? What's our, what's our solar system's name? Solar system is called the the sun solar system. Like, I think it's like, we have the sun and everybody else has just stars. So we're the soul system, so Soul. Yeah, soul system. We're the soul system. We're just making this up, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and then Milky Way and then universe? Yeah, but there could be other universes, as we watched in a documentary last week. There could be other universes. It's kind of freaky. Yeah, I don't like thinking that big. Um, anyway, uh, went out there, had a great meeting, and uh, drove home, and then I took a nap. Um, we have another bunny. Uh, that's oh, new. Yeah. Um, which, <clears throat> I think we're done. You should... <laughs> now, if he says, I think we're done, we're done. I think we're, we're done. done. And to let everyone know that we have 11 birds, two bunnies, and a dog. So if you are taking count, we have 11 parrots, two bunnies, and a dog. And I will say, I'm very... Smart. 
Um, when it comes to human emotion, but also animal emotion. And I didn't get a bunny, just an extra bunny. <laughs> Double bun. I didn't get the extra bun just for me. I knew that Bunny Manilow needed someone a else, a friend. He was hanging out with the birds. He was hanging out with the birds. I think he had a... he his. His identity was a little mixed up because he was like, I don't, when am I a bird? Am I one of these monkey people? Um, <laughs> well, to him, we're monkeys. Yeah. He's I... like, what are these monkeys doing here? <laughs> um, and I think the bunny really helped with his. He's like, oh. Because the other bunny is so friendly. Like, he just, com- she just comes up to you and, like, she's you so me? friendly. Yeah, like. Where Bunny Manilow's friendly, but he's more independent, and he's yeah. like, I don't, I'll come to you if I want to come to you. Yes, I will follow you if I want to. But, but the, so we have Bunny Manilow, and now we have uh, Cindy Lopeard, um, who is a Lopeard <laughs> <laughs> bunny. Um, but she, I can't believe how small she is. She is the size of a, of a, of a, of a very large hamster. Yes. Like, but she's not full growing yet. No, 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 right now. But, yeah. like, if you were to, if you were to get, like, you're like, whoa, that hamster is pretty fat. That's and how, adorable. And really adorable, that would be her. She's so cute, and Bunny Manilow loves her, and they snuggle, and I'm just really happy with the whole situation. Yes. So we've converted the half the living room into the Bunny Mansion. We're running out of space, literally. <laughs> we're done! <laughs> we're done. Maybe it's like we should have just had kids. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's no, 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 no. I don't think so. So, welcome to the show, everyone. We're so excited to have you again. Uh, by the time we've launched this, it will be um, National Unicorn Day. Woohoo! Woohoo! And um, go to the Unicorn Rebellion on Facebook um, today because we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna show something special. Um, so do that. Yep. Visit the page today. Visit the page today. So we're talking politics, sex, religion, because we've purchased the URL, politicsexreligion.com. And if you know anything about Chris, he likes to fill a void once he's named something. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Cindy Lopier. I named her before I got her. I was like, I have to fill this. Um, So let's talk politics. So there is one guy who I uh, am just... Enamored with. You're enamored. <laughs> I'm enamored with Peter Buttigieg. 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 Do you know who Peter Buttigieg is, everyone? He is the he um is a naval officer. He is a concert pianist. He speaks multiple multiple language. I believe he learned to speak. What's the one? Her for der for. Loofy de boofy. Oh, this is Spoofy the uh, goofy. The offensive part of the podcast. <laughs> it's not offensive. This is Norwegian way, whatever it's called. Norwegian? Norwegian. Is that a language? Uh, is Norwegian a language? I don't know. Well, whatever that is. What what they speak in Norwegian. You can't be offensive to Norwegians. <laughs> they <laughs> You know why? Cuz they're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Peter Buttigieg learned Norwegian or one of those uh, Swiss languages, Scandinavian, Scandinavian languages, just to read a book that wasn't translated into that. That's commitment. And I just think he's super cute. Like, super <laughs> cute. I love the way he talks. 
is so he is. Is a, he the same age as you too? He was born in um 1982. He's younger than me by one year, and he's running to be the president of the United States for the Democratic Party. Oh, he's he's the mayor. What is the mayor? What is he the mayor of? He's the mayor South of Bend, South Bend, Indiana. And um, so my question to you he is... He was, anyway. Is the United States of America ready for a gay president? Ooh. That's a question. That's yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> as, as a non-American, I, I, I would hope that they are ready. Um, and there's lots of... It, good things happening in the States with lots of more high-profile, um, non-cis binary people in positions of influence now. But uh, that, if, if we... The lesbians to... have taken over. Well, not just the lesbians. No, but they have, though. I've seen it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. The lesbians have taken over. They are running for things, and they are winning things. Oh, they, yeah. And it's cute. fantastic. Wasn't it the mayor of... What city just had their election? It, they just they just elected. I forget where it was. They just elected a lesbian. Yeah, and I think she's black too. I believe she is. She's a black lesbian. Like times, they, they are, are changing, changing. Um, which is what terrific. What a time to be alive! But and also Peter is also a man and he's white. So you know he's got an. Is he gay or is he straight? No, or Peter, something else. Peter is Buddha. P- Peter. Peter Buttigieg? Yeah. Peter Buttigieg. Here, let me play how to pronounce his name. I have it on here. Do I have it on here? You did. I thought I saw it on here. It's gone. No, you put it in your notes. Did I put it in my notes? Yeah. Because I want to play to everyone how to say his name. Because if he's going to be the president one day, we should all know how to say his name. Here it is. How do you click on this? You have to go back to the thing. Buttigieg. Um, I think I just said it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, Jidge, where's the button? I don't know. It was here. It's gone. Uh, but I think it is Buttigieg. Um, are is America ready for a gay, gay? I mean, yeah, the president. They're ready. The I just don't know if he'll win this time around, given the climate in the states around all sorts of things. I mean, there's there's a pretty uh, conservative. Christian voting block, and there's probably other voting blocks too that. Might but I thought I saw something, and it was like it was in the high sixty percent of of Americans are okay with a gay. Well, they should be. I know, but is, doesn't that sound? Isn't that it's? I just find it interesting. It's like they're not ready for a woman. From what well, we've what seen, what percentage in that same study said they were ready for a woman? No one. I don't know, but what I'm what. What you see out there is, you know, um, and I think Hillary came with a lot of uh, baggage, um, her husband being one of them, and a lot of other things. <laughs> being one of her baggage? <laughs> one, yes. <laughs> she should have checked him at the door. <laughs> um, but I think that, it, I think it's so strange that, you know, uh, Americans are like, yeah, uh, gay president, that's interesting. But, like, a woman is just like, you know, they're too emotional to run the country, they say. I don't think so. Um, um, they're, you know, how can, uh, if, if they're going through, this is not me saying this, everyone out there. This is yeah, not me saying this. Just... But, um, you know, they're, they're getting their period. Um, how can they run a country um, when they're um, emotionally not like this is together, really, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Stuff. Like it's like, it it is. Is. but if, if, uh, 
if Buttigieg or another um, uh, gay candidate comes forward for president, you're going to hear a lot of stupid shit, excuse my language, about that as well. About him being gay? Yeah. Like, all, all sorts of reasons why there shouldn't be a gay president. Like, I, I don't... But there's gay um, politici- politicians all around the world now. The, the um, prime minister of Ireland, Ireland? is yeah. gay. Yeah, but that's not the United States of America. No, it's not. Now I think I don't. There might there might be a strong conservative movement in Ireland too. I don't know. I'm just saying that the, the United States, in terms of what people see and what people hear about in their own little bubbles, is pretty messed up right now in terms of their politics. So but I think if like you know we people talk about the pendulum swinging. Um, and I think it's swinging very far. So if you yeah, go so to Trump, like, we went all the like, way to Trump, and now it's like totally we fabulous. On the other side, <laughs> we gotta get a gay, and then it goes all the way to the gay. They just elect a unicorn. It's like not even a human being. It's like <laughs> <laughs> we need the opposite of Trump. It's a unicorn, <laughs> a peaceful, beautiful gay unicorn. A gay the, unicorn is the opposite of Trump. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think most unicorns are probably um, in the LGBTQ spectrum. Possibly, I do. Yeah, I do are. think that you don't. You wouldn't. You know, it's like here's my unicorn. Um, he's straight. Well, <laughs> I bet you it's just reversed. I bet you there are straight unicorns, but it's like eleven or twelve percent of the population. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Oh, and you know what? The gay unicorns are really nice to those straight unicorns. Oh yeah, they're of like, course. oh, you poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> Love you still. Let, let us hook you up with someone. Yeah. Like. So that leads us right into uh, the sex topic. Um, I was having a conversation with uh, two friends. If you hear the, the the beeping and the buzzing and the chirping in the back, that's Carpenter. She has moved downstairs because she's a bad, bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> and she has been attacking George Michael. Uh, attacking is not the right word. Uh, more of like um, teasing, playing. I think she likes him a lot. Yeah. And George doesn't want any of it. She. Oh, we're gonna get into the birds again, but uh, but Carpenter is very much like a very physical, affectionate thing. She like, doesn't stop. Yeah, with the she wants to keep b- biting you and not hard, like like nibbling, nibbling at you playing, or grabbing at things. Kissing. And and George is a very quiet, loving parrot who's the biggest parrot in the room. And he just doesn't know what to do with her because she won't leave him alone. I would say George is stoic. Yes, George is stoic. Yeah, and yeah. Carpenter is not stoic. Not stoic at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we moved her down here to see if that helps. So, but she's she's one of the loudest ones, and um, if you don't like it, then you'll have to turn off the podcast and go somewhere else. <laughs> but uh, before you do, on the page, you should tell us: Are you a George or are you a Carpenter? Oh uh, yeah, you are, are you a stoic? Or are you? What would you? How would you describe? I, crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's I mean, like, bananas. Like, like, like She's George, loco bananas. Yeah, but it's more like. And I express, love her. How do you express affection, right? Because George does not express affection by like touching and grabbing and biting, but she totally does. Yeah. So are you a biter? I if I was going to describe <laughs> um, them as friends, I would say George is like Jane Allison, my friend Jane Allison, and. Um, Carpenter is a bit like Steph Seagram. I was thinking Steph Seagram, but no offense, Steph Seagram. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. She's got great energy. That's Great awesome. energy and, like, you know, doing your own thing. Yeah. And so, are you a Jane Allison or are you Steph Seagram? <laughs> uh, 
Um, so, if people out there, there's a lot of people who are listening who are like, I have no I idea who these, who are. these people are. They're amazing people, both of them. Um, so, I was having a conversation with two friends, and uh, one of my friends, their uh, daughter um, um, just came out as trans, uh, so now she has a daughter, and, and my friend, who I've known for a long time, is just so wonderful. Both of the parents are so wonderful and supportive, and they're just, they're kind of like um, hippies from the, um, from the 90s, um, and That's are an interesting totally okay with all of it, but they're still, even though they're okay, they're like, oh, we don't understand all of the terms and the, te- and the terminology, and we've talked about this before, but I just wanted to do a quick rundown of a few of the uh, terms for people who are listening, like, I don't understand what... Uh, let's see. A gender is okay. Yeah. So just really quickly uh, go through these for people who are listening. Because uh, and I had another friend there who was like, you know what I love too is that it's it's okay not to know these things and and um, um, as long as you're curious and you're open to them. And I had another friend there who was like, oh, I want to learn more about this. Can you tell me more about this? Um, so LGBTQ. Let's go through it. L is lesbian. It's a female-identified person who is physically and emotionally attracted to other females. Right. You probably know a lesbian in your life. And if you don't, visit Lowe's or Home Hardware and you'll find one. Now, come on. I'm sorry. I hate to be generalistic and and, um, uh, stereotypical. Every time I go to Lowe's, I don't ask the person who works there for help. I find myself a lesbian. That's confirmation bias. You're looking for lesbians. (laughs) I am looking for lesbians. I need help. I can't do any of this stuff. Now, not all lesbians go to Lowe's or Handy or or whatever, but all the lesbians in my life, like my best friend since kindergarten, um, she came out as a lesbian, and now she's like... She does woodworking. She knows how to fix everything. She comes over. She's like, oh, this is how you need to do your floor. This is." She how. also works for a home improvement television show. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> to my point. <laughs> uh, G, obviously, is gay. A male-identified person who is physically and emotionally attracted to other males. Gay is also used as a broad term to describe people attracted to someone of the same gender. So it's used for... Um, the gay community, oh, right. less and less now though, um, and al- and also a male identified person who is physically attracted to uh, or emotionally attracted to other males. Bi or bisexual is a person who is physically and emotionally attracted to people of more than one gender and who de- who identifies as bisexual. And Team. you can be like these aren't like it's not like a switch like you can be somewhere in between these oh for two, sure right? and i you know um i get questions all the time like uh, my daughter is it says she's bi um but she's not really sure um you know what um do i uh, use that term and i always say like labels aren't that sticky you don't have to have labels but sometimes labels i think help you fit in to where you yeah. belong. If the person wants to be identified for sure. as something, as bisexual, for instance, then who was it that said, they said something really, you said it, it's like whatever they say that they are at that time, they are right. Exactly. And I thought that was really good because um, it, it makes sense and it also puts the onus, or it, it lets the person express themselves whatever way they want to. So, if your kid comes out to you and says, I'm this, believe them. Yeah. Believe them. 
And that doesn't mean that that label can't change. No. I think it's kind of weird, too, because if you look at the, the, the differences between straight, bisexual, and gay or lesbian, um, it almost seems like we're in this spot where like we're labeling these things, and those are useful labels and important labels now. But it seems like in the future, if things go the way that many of us would like them to go, um, it's going to seem a little silly after a while. Like, you just like who you like, or you love who you love. Yeah, and well, it's we, not going to be like a thing that we have. But maybe that's a long ways away. Like that might not be something that happens anytime soon. But yes, it's, it, this is the this utopia you speak of um, that um, uh, because of global warming we won't get to. Don't don't don't. That's too bad. We almost made it. <laughs> um, uh, transgender, trans, uh, is a term used by people who identify with a gender that is different from the gender they were assigned at birth. So, or the, the, um, the sex that they were assigned at birth. Right. And, but I think the, the gender they were assigned as birth is that your, um, mom or dad or whoever looked down and said, oh, this is a boy. Yeah. And you're kind of like, you work with the gender you have until you're old enough to realize... Um, to understand what you identify with your with by yourself. Exactly. Um, do, do, do people who use gender identity uh, falls outside of the gender bina- binary. The idea, the idea that there are only two genders, male and female, may also call themselves trans. Since trans is a word used to describe identity, a person has to identify with the term, believe it's the best way to describe themselves for it to be applicable. Applicable. I can never say that word. Applicable? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, queer. Queer is a interesting term for me because I was, when I was talking to these two friends, they're like, well, you know, it's LGBTQ. There's a plus. Do I, is there something else I'm supposed to add? I said, yep, there is, it's constantly changing. Um, they have added to it. And it also depends on where you are in the world, what they call it. But I said um, queer is is a okay term to use unless someone says I don't really like that term to use queer. But queer is a broad term that includes all sex orientations and gender identities with the LGBT community, including those who don't identify with any other identity in the LGBTQ. It can also be uh, questioning. So um, someone who uh, is unsure about their sexual sexual orientation or their gender identity, they're just like I, I don't understand this. Just Yet. Yeah, they're figuring it out. But I actually love queer. I think when I was a kid, it was probably a, a, a bad term. Like, that person's queer was probably um, a negative. I love it now. I'd rather be queer than not queer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the term queer? Queer? I don't really have any strong feelings about queer. <coughs> I really identify with gay. Um... But uh, I just, I've never really thought about queer that much. No? That's all. Like, I have nothing neither for nor against. I love queer. Yeah. I also think because it's so close to queen. It's just one letter. (laughs) Actually. One little, like, stroke. It's half a letter. um, Because if you just added a line there, R becomes N, and then I'm really happy. Yeah. You can just call me queen. Which is a really gay thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's a queer thing to say. So, 
So, um, on the next episode, we're going to be talking about thing like things, um, terms like pansexual, agender, cisgender, all of those things. But I wanted to cover the LGBTQ. That makes um, sense. But what about the S and the plus? Uh, so the uh, the S, the two spirit, uh, which it w- was going to be in next episode. Oh, you're going to cover. We're going to do the advanced version. Yes. Yeah, so okay. LGBTQ, which probably up until I was. Um, I was gonna. I'm gonna say like, probably five years ago was what people were using all yeah. of the time, uh, but it has definitely evolved. Uh, so I wanted to get. I, I wanted to baby steps for people who are just understanding this or trying or don't live in it all the time. And sometimes I forget that I live in this world. Well, yeah, and plus, if people like people from um, our group or who know lots of stuff about this and lots more than we do about it if they want to like chime in if we don't bite off too much with one episode then everyone can talk about it a little bit more yeah so. and you know what and if you do use lgbtq uh, i think actually i think when i started when i came out it was lgbt and then q came in yeah and then some of the other ones came in but i think like if you use that you're already like halfway there and people aren't gonna be that mad with you saying the lgbtq community like Yes, there's, you can take it further to be a little more woke, but I think you're doing okay if you're saying that community. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? We should all meet people where they are. Yeah, and um, yeah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> and yes. And now we're at the religion section of the segment, Jared's favorite section, because um, like... Um, um, like the view, we they have a conservative on the show right now. I'm addicted to the view. If, does everybody know He's that? He's listening to the audio, but what's the audio? Listening, book I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> Nine hours of Ladies Who Punch, which is a behind the scenes of the view for the past twenty years of the view and everything that happened behind the scenes. Ladies Who Punch, I consumed it in a day. Nine hours. It was so riveting. Because I love this show. Well, you know so every much. single episode. Like I, they'd start talking about this episode where something happened, and you'd be like, "Uh huh." <laughs> <laughs> I was saying the episode before he even talked about the episode. I was like, "Oh, this is the one where Lisa Ling says this." Because <laughs> I watched this. I think I might have seen. Oh, I know I haven't seen every episode, but I've seen a lot of episodes. Anyway, they have a conservative on the view to bring in conservative views. We have a Christian on our show to bring in Christian views. His name is Jared. Hi, Jared. <laughs> I don't speak for all of Christianity. <laughs> you should. No. I think they do a lot better if you were the spokesperson. That's a compliment to you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So, a little religious news. The Mormon Church has scrapped the worst of its LGBT, see, they're using in, in this article, LGBT policies in an unexpected U-turn. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints announced on Thursday, April 4th, that it would roll back a policy targeting LGBT plus people and their family members. Uh, the controversial anti-LGBT policy, which was rolled out in 2015, said that Mormons who enter same-sex marriages would be considered... What is that? Apostates. What's an apostate? It means that... I don't know what the the complete definition is, but if you're an apostate, you can be excommunicated from the church. Oh. I Am I supposed to get my apostate checked? 
No, that's a different thing. Oh, that's a different thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And executed from the church. Oh, I should have just finished the, um, the sentence here. <laughs> the policy had also banned baptism for children of same-sex couples. So they have uh, said, oh, okay, sorry, we're, gonna, we're going to allow some of this stuff. Is it too late for them? And no. why do you think they're doing it? I don't know why they're doing it. Well, I mean, this is, I think, uh, the article you read, is this from Pink News, or is this yes. from... Um, the article said that this was essentially a baby step. Basically, what they're saying is that the children of same-sex couples can be baptized as long as the parents understand what the baptized child will be taught and what their obligations or what they'll be asked to, to, um, uh, to accept, basically. And when you think about that, red flag, red flag, red flag. It makes it, it makes it a, it makes it a baby step. But is it too late? Of course not. Like I mean, like it doesn't absolve them from the other things. I think it's a trick. I think it's like, oh, we've lost. I think I saw fifteen hundred members when they did that. um, When they did that ban, and they're like, we and uh, churches all around the world are losing members. Christian churches and the. Catholic Church and um, they're losing followers and they have to, you know, keep their numbers up. And if they, how how is that great to say? Okay, me and you, say me and you are Mormon. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's from the Book of Mormon. Hello. Uh, whenever I hear a doorbell, I immediately, <laughs> I immediately go hello. Um, if we were Mormon and we had a baby and we're like, we want the baby to be baptized. And they're like, okay, fine. But we're going to teach your baby that what you're doing is wrong. That's what it sounds like to me But you so can far. still baptize that baby yeah. with this. No, get lost. How can I, how can I, how can I morally bring a baby into this world and hand it over to someone who's going to tell me that what I'm doing, um, what I, what we have together, which is love, to, to, Bring a baby into this world is wrong. Yeah, but like the like like we were talking about, like I know you say you don't think it's a baby step. I think that this might be a baby step, and it's a good idea to take them at their best and say, okay, maybe it is a baby step in the right direction. Then um, as it's not though. To, as opposed I don't to being think pessimistic it is. about it. No, I think you have to be pessimistic about it. I think you have to be weary. And you have to be on alert with with churches. You really do. They do not have gay people's best interest in mind. Believe me. Some churches. Some churches, yes. I'm not yeah. saying all churches. Uh, but I would say majority of the churches. I, I've been surprised like by like um, uh, some churches that uh, I wouldn't necessarily have expected to be outwardly uh, gay-friendly. I, I saw, I noticed one um, this week that I would... I didn't think they were anti-gay. I just didn't expect them to be openly gay, welcoming, and gay-friendly, and they were. So it was an Anglican church, but I mean, like, it, it just surprises me sometimes that that ones you might not expect to be are. Um, nothing against. I know. I know that the Anglican church has a history of, of being more uh, of, of being at least in part gay-friendly. I think what we've learned from this, though, is that um, um, these institutions can be their foundations can be shook from inside and that's the only way they're going to change is when people from the inside like the mormon community who said we're leaving because of this said that they were like oh wait a minute 
will make that change. And, and I think that it, it um, if you are out there and you are a Mormon, if you're a Catholic, if you're a Protestant, whatever you are, understand that you have so much power as a group to make the changes you want to see in your, in, in, in that faith organization. It's not going to happen from the outside. As long as they've got the numbers, I'm sorry, I'm going to say something. As long as they've got the sheep, being sheep, they're going to keep staying the way they are. But when the sheep go, wait a minute, I don't and the like sheep this. the sheep show that they're serious. And like, wait you know, minute, the original do shepherds didn't like this. Yeah. And who are you? You're the new shepherd. Follow the old shepherd because we like that. And when you start doing that, you're going to see big changes. Yeah, I, I th personally, I think the church has changed over the course of the, well, the Christian church over the course of the couple of thousands of years it's been around. It's changed a lot. Like, it's not like... Has it? But the thing is that... It's still churches, mis misogynistic. It's still Oh, it has a long way to go. It's but, still... I mean, compared to the way it started, in fact, you could even argue that it's gone backwards and forwards. Like, who knows, uh, like, what the church was actually like in the first few hundred years. I mean, you can there are history things about it, but it may not have been as misogynistic as it is now, for all I know. Mm, I bet you it was. At any rate, churches <laughs> are generally slow-moving things, right? They're usually very... Um, their momentum is very, very heavy. Yeah, but I th like, like I said, I think that uh, change is going to happen from within. And when you see people like my mom, who is... Um, you know, a, def a devout Catholic going, something's not right here. Yeah. I don't believe in this. These are not my Christian values. I'm going to do my part, whatever that is. That could be you saying something, you running for the CWL to make changes in your uh, parish to just not attending anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you did to me before. Yes. Oh, yeah? You agree with me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Um, so, for the Q&A, it's not really a Q&A. It's more of a comment. In la our last episode, we were talking about, is this podcast good for children um, 8, grade 8? Um, well, the example plus? was someone who was in grade 8. Grade 8 plus? Which yeah. I don't know. What is that? 13? 9? No. I think you're 13. 12. Oh, 13, 12 or 13 years old. Yeah. 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 Um, and we were like, well, it's discretion. And well, you just said the S you said the S H I T word. I did. Which is very naughty of you. It was You're bad, bad boy, <laughs> bad, 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 bad boy. <laughs> um, so one of my friends, Natalie, who has, uh, two kids who I think are, uh, that age, I think they're 10, um, 10, are they in 10? Are they in grade eight? I think they're in grade six. I don't know. They're in one of those grades. Um, and she was she listened to the podcast and she um, left me this message. It was so wonderful and beautiful. And she said that kids nowadays are having these conversations and that we're not actually teaching anybody how to do anything. Like this is not a podcast about how to, um, you know, have sex. No. <laughs> There's podcasts out there, believe me, and videos um, <laughs> that you can watch. But don't turn to the um, Ontario government for any of that because I don't think they know how to do any of that. Burn. Burn. Um, but that they need this because they're having these conversations and they need positive, um, not role models, but positive people in the community to um, 
to hear these conversations from, and we're talking about terms and things that they might not have heard of before that they identify with. So, so they feel comfortable having maybe better conversations, but similar conversations. Exactly. And she was telling me, like, her boys came home, and I'm not going to divulge her her stories, but they came home and they had questions about a certain topic, and she's like, we're having these conversations. She's like, this is happening now, and, you know, I had to sit down with them and talk to them about this stuff and, like, some of this. And she's so honest and open. And I think you – I'm not a parent, but I, I have a lot of friends who are parents, and I see their parenting styles. And I think just being open and honest and um, uh, more um, – when you're talking about these things, more technical than emotional um, with, like, this is what it is. Here's why it can be bad. Here's why things can be good. You know what I mean? Just giving them the facts. That's what I'm trying to say. Giving kids the facts instead of putting your own kind of um, um, twist on it. Like when I learned about masturbation for the first time and my mother was like, do you know what that is? I said no. And she goes, well, don't do it. That's you But know, I don't even know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, I did. That would have been a class in school. Not like because I wanted to go and do that, but I, I would have done really well. That's what oh, I meant. Like, I sucked at math, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Any eight year olds, close your ears. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how was your homework? Terrific. <laughs> what are you doing in the bathroom? My homework! <laughs> You've been in there a long time. <laughs> It's hard. Yes. <laughs> so there's that. Moving oh, on. So WTF of the day. Oh, first of all, cake giveaway. You have, I don't know when it's over, but we're going to be drawing the names on the 9th, which is tomorrow. Yeah. Or today, depending on what you're listening to, or in the past, if you're listening to a previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's National Unicorn Day, and we're giving away a cake. Um, so if you go to theunicornrebellion.com, search for the cake on our page, fill out the form, uh, and you could win a cake. We're going to be um, drawing the name tomorrow. Yeah, and we'll post, uh, are we going to post a video on our page? You know what we should do is we should do it at your class. We should do a live from your class. We could do a live from my class. Because your class is a social but media I class. I teach a social media class on Tuesday night. We're totally doing live. I'm bringing all the camera gear. Yeah. I'm awesome. so excited. We're doing a live from his class. Um, so go and do that. Um, go and like our everything. <laughs> <laughs> Share, comment, uh, give us a, a star rating in the iTunes app. If you can, if you like this podcast, share with a friend who needs a little motivation, a pick-me-up. You Did you even eat a cake? I ate most of the cake. I should tell everyone I'm on a diet. Yeah, so I'm eating cake for two, so to speak. I've hit peak fatness, everyone. Peak fatness. You're bringing this up at the end of the episode? I am, because I don't <laughs> want to talk about too much. I have hit, like, the, um, what's that really tall mountain? Mm. Everest. I've hit the top. I can go no farther. It's hard to breathe up there. I've seen it. <laughs> it really is. I was making a video. This is where I realized something's got to give. Um, I got to stop the insanity. I was on the floor um, with the camera really close to me, and I was filming the butt, the bunnies. 
And I was like, ooh, and I uploaded it to Instagram. And then it's so cute, right? Because the bunnies are playing. And I was like, ooh, I wonder what it sounds like. And it was just. Oh my god. It sounds like someone's trying to vacuum up the bunnies. <laughs> it's just my heart breathing. <coughs> so I'm on a diet. I'm not eating any cake or cake for a little while. Um, and then Jared is going to eat it because he doesn't need to be on a diet. He exercises regularly. He goes for runs. He has an exercise bike. He has a very fast metabolism. His genetics are good. Great. Okay, they get <laughs> <laughs> Great bone structure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, so I'm not going to be eating any of that. So, uh, visit that, uh, go to our Facebook page and, uh, join the group, join the conversation. And thank you to everyone who's in there posting and uh, giving us ideas for, um, topics and just sharing. And supporting each other. Yeah, supporting each other. It's just so beautiful to see. The WTF of the day is the, uh, there is a YouGov survey of 8,215 U.S. adults and they were questioned question on February 6, 2018. Um, and the question was, do you think the earth is flat? And just 66% of millennials firmly believe that the earth is round. 66? 66. So a third of millennials in the United States. Well, it, it, assuming that this survey is representative of, of the 33% of American are millennials sure. were, are not sure if the world is round. Good. And the older you get, I think it was like 55 plus, and the number was like 87%. Oh, are we done? We're getting played out. Bye, everybody! <laughs> <laughs>